Is my microphone working? Your microphone's working. It's it's way better because you got it front on now. I think you used to talk yeah. into it like mine. I don't think it was built for that. Uh, That's why I could hear all the echo in the background. It was actually your microphone not being in the right direction. Yeah, it's just a sack of crap, cheap one. <laughs> but the thing is, it works way better now that you're yeah. talking straight into it. So I've got to pull my levels right down, though, because my mic's super fucking sensitive. Oh, yeah. Sensitive. <laughs> Helps if you plug it in. I think there's a loose cable in this thing. Because every time I touch it. Yeah, yeah, it cuts out. Maybe I shouldn't touch it. Just don't bloody touch it. Just keep my hands off it. Stop fiddling with it. <laughs> I've got a <laughs> habit of playing with it. <laughs> That's what your mum always used to say. Stop yeah. playing with it. Stop playing with it. Okay, shall we get on with it then? Stop talking about playing yeah, with our yeah, microphones. <laughs> Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Yeah, another two weeks has rolled around. Actually, I remember the last podcast like it was yesterday. How fast has that last two weeks gone? Oh, insane. Insanely fast, mate. Yeah. I don't know where the time goes these days. Yeah, I, no offence, bro, but you look like you've been ragged into the ground. <laughs> You're a bit tired. I know. You I, haven't I, shaved. I, feel, I feel knackered today, but... I've just spent the whole day ripping our entire bathroom out. Ah, yes. <laughs> so, I was going to yeah. ask about that, how it's going. Everything was finally organised, so today was the day to start tearing it out. So, uh, okay, because we talked about yeah. the long labour weekend. You said you were going to hit it that weekend, but I guess uh, you didn't. Oh, uh, I thought we could, but nah, it didn't quite work out that way. We had too many th- sort of ducks to get in a row, you know. Yeah. It's just like, uh, don't want to rush these things. Well, I mean, you're, you're the best man for the job, really, because it's what you do. What are you drinking tonight, mate? I've noticed that for the first time on a Monday night, which is when we record our podcast, that we're both actually having a beer. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I need a couple tonight. Um, Green Beret. Max Green Beret. Oh, IPA. yeah. Nice. Well, <laughs> this is we've got so much in common. I'm on the Max Interstate. <laughs> yeah. yeah any, good beer, mate. Any beer in the world, and we both chose the same brand. Yep. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. <laughs> Sweet Ed. So uh, just in a nutshell, what's the plan for the bathroom then? Um, yeah, tomorrow the plumber's coming up tomorrow. So uh, he's going to run the new lines for the shower. So new shower going in where the floor went rotten and I put my foot through it today by accident. Oh, the wheat bits <laughs> I wonder floor. how soft that floor is where it looks a bit wet. And, you know, I put my foot on it and boom, <laughs> went straight through Shit. it. Shit. Well, is this, is this a part of the floor that was underneath where the shower was or is it around yeah, the Yeah, it was just under the edge of the shower where we couldn't see it and it's just gone, it's soaked up all the water. It's gone pretty bad. So Wheat bits. Yeah, wheat bits. Put your foot through the wheat bits. Bugger. So oh, well. That's all. I ripped, cut all that out today and put all new flooring in. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing that isn't going to change is the bath because the bath's still pretty good. So yeah, everything else is being renewed. Funny how uh, a lot of people in various professions talk about how they try and leave work at home. <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> le- rather leave work at the door. And um, you know that like the professional painter his house needs painting. The professional roofer his roof is shit. The gardener has a really bad garden. But you, when you go home, you rip out your bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's always the way. <laughs> Come home. Yeah, now what do you got to do? Oh, choice. Do some more building work. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why you're on the on the beers, mate. I can see why you're on the beers. Yeah. It's okay. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. Two, three, four, five. Down the tools. Up the mic. 
I should let you do that in the next episode, actually. Yep, I'll have to remember how it goes. I keep forgetting. guy, a radio guy. Two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh- we're R&B and Andy G, and this is Tradio, Tradio. Episode 31, here we go. We're over the 30 mark now, which is fantastic, which is ironic too, by the way, because the day we're recording this is the 31st of the 10th. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's worked out. Halloween night too. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yep. You had any, had any uh, kids knocking on the door yet? Yeah, we did. Uh, this year we're completely unprepared, and um, <laughs> to be fair, we yep. only had like two knocks all night, and yep. we, we ignored both of them. We've, we've had a sick toddler anyway, she's been a little bit under the weather, my youngster Elise, but now she's a box of birds again, but we've ignored the door, um, just simply because we don't have anything for them. In fact, I suppose the thing you could do, and I should have thought about this earlier, was say to them, trick. Yep. That'd stump them, the yeah. little buggers, eh? <laughs> I remember as a kid, I went trick or treating with my cousin, and when when kids go up to the front door of someone's house and say trick or treat, they just think that's a statement. You get lollies, right? But it's actually asking a question: trick or treat? And when my cousin and I were out, I must have been about nine years old. This old fella answered the door. We said trick or treat, and he said trick, and we just looked at each other and had no fucking <laughs> idea what to do. Do any- You're a disappearing trick, eh? And like yeah. run like hell. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so next year I might do that. I might be that old fella that does that to the kids. And <laughs> they'll talk about it when they're in their 40s. Remember that old fella who said trick? Prick. <laughs> yeah, we've, um, only, we've only had one come to the door tonight. And we're like, well, we don't actually have any lollies. We do have some homemade biscuits if you want a biscuit. And now the kids are like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I was thinking about your place because it's, it's up a shared driveway, which is a bit of a walk in itself. And you've got a couple of houses around you. And I thought, I thought would the kids be bothered getting up to your place? But obviously the they have. kids. So. Oh, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only ones we've had, which is good. Oh, yeah. Nice. Lots of kids out quite early today, though. Um, a lot of them straight after school. Yeah, see a lot of them all dressed up, ready to go. You know, fair enough. I remember being that age and being excited about it, but these days I really don't give a fuck about Halloween. Uh, my two oldest have been out tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mia, my um, my middle child, she came back with a fucking sackload of uh, lollies, and my oldest, yeah. she's still out at the moment, uh, due to be dropped off in the next half an hour or so. But I'm pretty certain she's going to end up with a lot too. And did you, uh, did you bring tax? Did you take the tax? Say, so Dad needs a thirty percent tax on those lollies. What is my name, Jacinda? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did. I had a couple of M and M's. I was pretty light on the old tax situation, but it was a decent sized sack that Mia came home with. But <laughs> when we emptied it out, half of it is wrappers. So she is, <laughs> she's eaten so many lollies, bro. And it's like, dude, yeah. it's bedtime almost. You, I, know, I can understand it's exciting, but my God, without parental guidance, those kids just have no filter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wired to the eyeballs, eh? It's like heroin for children, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like time for bed. No, 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 no. I want to watch TV. What can I do now? What can I do now? What can I do now? 
Believe it or not, I got dressed up on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, Saturday night. Got dressed up. Yeah. Yep. Looked like a complete twat, but that was all right. Want to get dressed up for your wife? Or oh, no, that's another gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went up to uh, Chris and Monica's place. Monica oh, yeah. messaged out and said, oh, we're going to have a Halloween dress-up party on that night. So everyone's got to come dressed up. So I got all, we all got dressed up. Kids all got dressed up. They were looking forward to it. Got up there, and I think I was the only dad that was actually dressed up. <laughs> oh, the only one who made an effort. All the other dads that showed up were like, eh, I couldn't be bothered. All the kids are dressed up. So I'm sitting there in like a pirate's outfit because I wore my pirate's outfit for my 40th. <laughs> yeah, I remember the one. So, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we feel like a bit of a dick now because I'm all dressed up and not, and all the kids are and all the women are, but no other men. <laughs> oh, one guy, one guy was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good on you, man. That pirate outfit was pretty decent, though, to be fair. Yeah, it was cool. It was good. Tried to kill two birds with one stone that night because I really wanted to go over to Pyra and see the fireworks. They had the big fireworks display on. Yeah. So we got halfway through the night and got to like eight th- uh, got to about eight o'clock at night. And I said to Erin, it was getting pretty quiet at the party. I said, I'm going to go and watch the fireworks. She's like, are you going to drive all the way over there? I said, yep, let's get, I'm going right now. So she goes, oh, you can leave me here. I'll drink wine with Monica. You can go and come back. So me and Blake jumped in the car and shot over to Pyra. Just got there. Perfect parking spot right out the front. Got out. The fireworks all started going off right in front of us. Watched the whole thing. Straight back in our car. Backed out. Gone. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, See, so you literally watched it from outside the fence. Yeah, we never even got a chance to go in. By the time we walked up to the gate, they were just starting to go off. Yeah. So we had a perfect view, so we just stayed there. And Yeah, I remember a, a couple of years back, actually, when the Pyro fireworks were going, Dana and I took Ashlyn and Mia down, and it was getting quite late for us, too. We were running quite late, but we ended up parking in a little parking bay outside the old race course. Oh, yeah. Because it was just getting close to the time, we thought, fuck, you know, by the time we find a car park, etc., and fireworks kind of go up in the air so you can see them from anywhere, we parked up in this little uh, bay and watched, all sat in the boot of the car and just watched all the fireworks, <laughs> and then we headed back home again. It was a great cheap night, great fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good night. Uh, no, good fireworks this, this year. Probably went for, oh, probably 15 minutes, I suppose, the fireworks display. Oh, that's good. And some good good thumpers in there, eh? ones that sort of, you know, they went off. You'd feel the impact off of there, that big boom. <laughs> yeah. Love those fireworks. Yeah, eh? love it's great. It. I'm a bit of a pyromaniac, so. Oh, are you? That's a surprise. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea that was the case. That's one thing I didn't know about you. <laughs> um, I wonder, you know, like GeoNet, the, 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 you know, the GNS science team, I wonder how many um, earthquake sensors go off during fireworks. Yeah, I wonder if there's any powerful enough aid eh, to actually make them trigger just like a little, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if you bury them deep enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, there were some earthquakes the other day, eh? There were some, yeah. in the last few days. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the kind of place we live in. There was one down your way, wasn't there? Around uh, Nelson had a 5.8. Yeah, I think it did. I haven't really caught up with the firework news lately. A uh, firework. Um, <laughs> <laughs> earthquake news lately. I uh, honestly, I, I'm not too sure. I'm not very good at feeling earthquakes, to be honest. So I'm a bit desensitised to them for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Mm. My wife, my, honestly, oh. if we have a fucking earthquake, my wife would be like, "Did you feel that?" I'm like, "No, I fucking didn't." <laughs> <laughs> Radio. You and I have been talking about going to Blink One Eight Two, and that's ah, yes. March the first, twenty twenty four, is the Auckland show, isn't it? <clears throat> yep. So I was pretty keen. I, I said I'd explain this to you, but when you mentioned it to me, I was like, "Oh yeah, that could be good." 
But I wasn't like directly, fuck you, let's do it. And I'll tell you why. I'll explain this. Because you know how at the moment, I'll tell the story soon anyway, but you know how I've been training as a one-on-one call handler for St. John? Yep. Not long after I started my course as a one-on-one call handler, I'd also applied to be a dispatcher for fire and emergency. So what had happened is I, I didn't know where that was going to be going. So the thing is, if I committed to anything... The roster could be different to what I would have with St. John. So I was like, well, if I get the fire job and I commit to this Blink-182 thing, for instance, then what happens if I get the fire job and the dates don't work? So that's kind of why I was holding it off a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, went to the assessment night for fire and emergency last week, and it was a good night. There were 10 people that had got through the initial application stage. And we had a heap of tests. So there was like typing tests, there was speech tests, there was a listening test. Um, yeah. There was a group assessment and some other bits and pieces. And I, I felt really good about it. There was a geography test and some other other shit going on as well. But um, I, I felt pretty good about that and felt like I'd you know done well. And anyway, they said to us, okay, so we're going to be straight up with you and say that the wage that you're going to start on is $49,300 and I was just like okay wait a minute that got me thinking who can survive on that kind of money and this yeah, is pretty what, rubbish isn't it really yeah this is what the firefighters are going through at the moment yeah not being paid their worth and I came home anyway after that night I said to Dana look had a great night the assessment center was fantastic and we did a bit of budgeting and figured out that we can't live on that wage. So anyway, yeah, I had to... I, that's quite low, wage. Eh? That's almost... It's only just above minimum wage, really, isn't it? 750 bucks a week. Yeah. After not, tax. Yeah. And anyway, uh, we did a budget and it's not going to work. Can't can't live on that kind of money. And I'll be honest, St. John pay a lot more, which is why yeah. I got back in touch with the fire guys afterwards and I said, look, man, I'd like to withdraw from the running. Um, if so I, you probably weren't the only one. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I, I, I won't know. Um, I'll never know. It was a financial decision. Like my heart, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm a firefighter myself and I enjoy it and it would be great to work in fire and emergency, but I just said, look, man, I can't do it for the financial reason. So I'm just going to give everything to St. John, which is kind of deep down what I wanted to do anyway because I've gone through this rigorous five-week training thing because Wednesday this week I'll start taking live calls. You know, it's Is that go. with your tutor or is that by yourself? I'll be taking it with a mentor who's an existing yeah, call handler. Sorry. Yeah, so our tutor has pretty much let us go into the wild now. We've, <laughs> we've done our course, we graduated on Friday, and the mentors will take over. So my first shift will be Wednesday this week. But anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy with that decision because you just I can't survive on that kind of money. It just doesn't work. There's five people to support. Yeah. And yeah, but anyway, so... I've got to say, because I tried to keep it so secret squirrel from everyone, it's really only my wife and I that knew we were doing it, that I was going for that. Um, I was like, got to keep it quiet. Can't say anything to anyone because if it doesn't work out, then nothing's lost. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I get there, and one of the 10 people that is, um, uh, you know, one of the 10 people that are at the assessment night, she was only the fucking daughter of my trainer at St. John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, and I, and I knew this because I met her recently because she was up seeing her mum, who was one of my trainers. Yeah. And she was like, I know you. 
you're one of the St. John. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what she said. She she was slightly younger, and she said to me, I'm going to tell my mum, and I was like, please fucking don't. <laughs> like, don't. Did you have to actually tell her? I did. I said, please don't. She was like, no, no, no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to tell my mum. And I was like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> I just thought, what are the chances? I've done... I've done so much to keep it quiet. I haven't told anyone for weeks. And suddenly my own St. John trainer's daughter is one of the people on the course and she knows who I am. And I was just like, fuck, this is going to blow my cover. <laughs> but this was actually before before I'd heard about the wage and made the decision that I wasn't going to go ahead with it. But I've, my heart rate actually elevated because I thought, well, St. John can't exactly sack me for applying for a different <laughs> job, but... What what's it? It's going to burn some bridges. It's going to it's going to make me look like um, I don't know. It's going to be awkward, right? What are the chances, eh? Yeah. We might be able to have a beer together on Monday. What are you doing on Monday? Monday. Oh, hang on. Let me just open up my roster. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Should be four days, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should be. Friday, Saturday. I'll be Sunday, back on. Monday, I'll be back on again next Thursday. Why? What's the deal? I'm probably coming down to Christchurch on Monday. Oh, yeah, what's that all about then? I'm quietly, I've been looking at another career path mm. and uh, I didn't think it was actually going to go anywhere, but it has. <laughs> Are you coming down here for a job interview? Uh, I'm coming down to meet with the managers in the head office for a company I'm going to go and work for and they're in Christchurch. Oh, right, nice. Uh, but the company is... North Island. Well, they're, they're both. They, they do North and South Island, but it's it's a travelling technical salesperson for a company. Yep. Um, so it's not just sales. It's actually going into engineering shops and uh, helping them set up their production and set up machinery and tooling and stuff like that. So I hummed and hard about it for a while and I didn't think I was going to take it on, but the guy got back to me. I just thought I'd send my CV in for this job and it sounded a pretty cool job. I didn't think, oh, I thought, no, nah, I won't, probably won't get it. Guy got in touch with me and he really wants me to take on the role. Mm. And he said, we'll fly you down to Christchurch. You can come down and see what we do more, have a bit more of a meeting and meet, meet all the other managers and, you know, we'll bring you down and put you up. So, oh, nice. So, yeah, it looks like I'm flying down there on Monday morning. Yeah, at this stage and, and probably flying back Monday night but I felt like being cheeky and saying to the guy well I'll fly back Tuesday morning and uh, I'll go and stay at my mate's place while I'm down there for a night <laughs> <laughs> you almost could have yeah. Yeah, yeah be going there mate I thought fuck are you coming down for a job interview for a, a, a role in Canterbury I thought fuck here we go no well, it's yeah well the thing is I would be in Christchurch uh, probably three to four times a year yeah so um, for the role, they fly us. They fly. The guy was saying they fly the staff that are in the North Island down probably three to four times a year for sales mm. um, training things and for get-togethers and stuff like that. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a new role I'm looking at, and it, it's I'd be I'd probably end up getting rid of the machine that I've got yep. and um, go and dedicate myself to this role because it's. It could be very, very lucrative, and it's a pretty, pretty cool role. Um, I'd be in charge of basically the whole central North Island of New Zealand. So, oh, shit, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, fucking sweet, mate. I didn't yeah. think I'd have a chance at getting it, but I think the guy was quite, you know, since I've done my own machining, I've worked in machining for 20 years, and I've run my own business and done all that stuff, it kind of made the guy think, well, this guy kind of 
has the skills we're looking for, we can fine-tune them and train them into what we want. Yeah. At this stage, I'm coming down to Christchurch on Monday for oh, a... Bloody good. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely free. I know a... Uh, even if worst case scenario, you come out of the airport and have a beer with me before I bugger off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. No, I can definitely do something. I'm definitely off. I can uh, confirm that. Oh, that's bloody awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know you know the practical side of it, but the sales side of it can be learned. And I yeah. guess if you know yeah. your if you know your product, you can sell anything, can't you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And the product they're selling is probably the best. You know, it's, it's one of the top engineering tooling companies in New Zealand, so... Oh, bloody good, mate. Nice. So you'll be fucking more than keen to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably see you on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> bloody good. <laughs> oh, the microphone's playing up. What's wrong with your bloody microphone again? This is what we're going on about at the start. I'm not even touching. Are we? There we go. Did you know the penis outside my house on the road that someone had drawn? Yeah. It showed up again. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> For the benefit of those who missed it in the last episode, here's the backstory. Someone overnight had uh, painted a penis on the road outside our house. <laughs> it was right in the middle of the road, and it wasn't a big dick. It was a little dick. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So whoever did it obviously was representing their own situation <laughs> but anyway i thought oh, for fuck, you know it's right outside our house there's there's a graffiti on roads isn't really a thing is it and i just thought this better not be the beginning of something like we live in a pretty nice little area and this kind of shit i just looked at it and i was just like for fuck's sake here we go you know this is going to start happening and it, anyway long story short i thought well it's right outside my house it's in the middle of the road, right outside my house. I don't want the kids to see this. So I thought, well, okay, later on I'll go and clean it. Anyway, forgot about it. Next day, it was gone. So what had happened is it had rained overnight, and it must it must have been chalk or something like that. <laughs> or or a neighbour had gone out and washed it off if it was paint. Yeah. I didn't go and have a close look at it, but... Um, Probably the neighbour's kids got some new chalk or something and wanted to you know, draw on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the, the penis got amputated. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it got removed, luckily. But honestly, man, I, I thought it was graffiti and I just thought, this is not cool. I'm not going to stand for this. Stand your ground, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stand <laughs> up and I'm going to... Neighbourhood watch. Yeah. Neighbourhood watch, eh? You'll be <laughs> out there on patrol with your torch. Yeah. Man, bloody kids, I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I didn't want to make a dick of myself. <laughs> Even though you can't see it when it's dry, it actually rained a couple of days ago and because it rained, it showed up again. And it makes me and wonder if... Like magic paint. Is it like magic paint or something? Maybe it is. Something you can only see when it's <laughs> wet. But anyway, it's it's ironic because, you know, dicks like the wet. But anyway... The <laughs> I was about to say, it's like something, you know, there's something else that's like that. You can only see it when it's wet. So. <laughs> anyway, it had been raining for the first time in ages. Like, we haven't had a lot of rain since you were here last. And... And, and it was back on the road again. I thought, shit, all right. Uh, it's been dry the last couple of days, and I went back to have a look at where, and I couldn't see it on the road at all. So I am wondering if it is some kind of special paint that initially washed away when it rained, but it's left an everlasting mark on the road that you can only see in the damp. So the willy exists. Like one of those magic pens. Remember those magic pens you got as a kid? Yeah. You could write on shit, and then you can only <laughs> see it like, I don't know how you use like 
once you drew over it with something else or put on a special pair of glasses or whatever it was you could see it was great you could draw wanker all over sorts all kinds of stuff (laughs) yeah it's like a blue light in a motel room um But yeah, Something so you never want. Yeah, <laughs> no. So yeah. Anyway, the, the the penis is showed back up on the street outside, but luckily it disappears in the in the dry. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Isn't I? What can I do? Apart someone's from, having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> apart from on a wet day. Oh, there's the penis. Ha ha ha. So it still exists. <laughs> I, I had said it had been amputated, but now it looks like it's been reattached again. <laughs> <laughs> The beer tastes good. The beer does taste good. It's 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 the first time in a long time actually that you and I have both had a beer on a Monday night, as I mentioned earlier. Because uh, yep. you know, for me, it's it's not a school night anymore because of my sort of four day block leave between my shifts. Yeah. So it feels a bit strange, and obviously for you, I don't know what your situation is, but I'm yeah. always drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> what is it work last week? Um, I, I took a salad to work because I'm so used to making my lunches having what? Work. What? What's what's a salad? Yeah, it was a it was a nice roast veggie salad. <laughs> it was bloody good. It had feta cheese in it. It was fucking beautiful. Uh, mixed a bit of pesto through it as well. Anyway, I got to the bottom of it almost because we'd had roast veg. We had a bit of a roast for dinner the night before. And yeah. We had some roast veggies left over, and I like to take leftovers to work for lunch because then it saves me a bit of money. Uh, buying things but anyway yeah so i got to the bottom of the salad it was tasty as fuck anyway the last couple of spoonfuls there was a friggin beetle in the bottom of it (laughs) yeah um which we'd ascertained that the night before after uh, the um uh, the veggies had been roasted and left on top of the cooktop in the kitchen just to cool down it seems that because it was such a hot night we'd left the back door open and a beetle had come in obviously because we found a few of them in the following yeah. days around the house. So it looks like this beetle had come in. It's one of those kamikaze beetles, you know, the ones with the big rounded shells and... Oh, those bloody things. Yeah, they yeah. fly into your face when you're sitting outside. <laughs> anyway, this one had come into the house and obviously gone straight into the roast veggies and didn't go any further, pretty much. <laughs> like Probably thought the... it was in heaven. It was like, oh, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, got to the bottom of my uh, salad and if I'd taken another bite, I would have eaten it. Uh, I don't know if it would have affected me too much, but anyway, uh, my lunch was done as soon as I saw that. Um, as long as it wasn't one of those stink beetles, you know, those ones that even you just just touch it, just slightly rub against it, and then you stink like a fart for the entire day. Yeah, those things are fucking horrible. Eh? <laughs> I, can, I can tell you it was not a stink beetle, so all right. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, not quite the protein I was looking for in my salad, if I'm honest with you. Beetle was well and truly carked anyway. He wasn't moving. But I was like, that doesn't yeah. look like a piece of uh, beetroot. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, though, in our lifetime, or even like, is it every year or something? I was, it was something about it a while ago, and you, you supposedly you eat like five hundred bugs a year or something stupid like that without even knowing it. Wouldn't be surprised, eh? There's yeah. a little bit of talk about. Yeah, I don't know if anyone can measure this exactly, but they say seven spiders in a year or something, eh? As well. Seven Probably of those, those ones, you know, when you're dribbling at night when you're asleep and they come along to have a little drink out of the corner of your mouth. <laughs> and you go, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. While you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> we keep finding white tails in our house, eh? Hmm? Yeah. I'll I thought suddenly... you said they weren't down there. Uh, cockroaches aren't. Oh, cockroaches, that's right. Yeah, we don't get cockroaches, but um, white-tail spiders keep making appearances every now and again. Not a damp house we live in. I'm not sure why they're in there. Oh, they just like going anywhere there's... 
yes. food, any bugs or any other spiders. Are they hunters? Don't? Yeah. Well, I, I I know when there's a white tail in the house because I might be busy doing something in the garage or doing my thing, and suddenly I hear my wife go, Andy. Like, oh <laughs> shit! She's found a spider. So I go down there, and it's in one of the girls' rooms, and she's like, "There's a big white tail on the wall." Like yesterday, there was one. She decided to tell me about five minutes after she'd seen it. So she's like, "Oh, I saw a white tail in Ashlyn's room about five minutes ago. It was up there above the curtain." I was like, "Right, let's go and have a look." It's nowhere to be seen. So there's me slowly peeling back the curtains just ever so slightly because I, I hate the anticipation of getting a s- surprise spider crawling up your arm. <laughs> so I'm peeling back each curtain. I was like, right, the left curtain, it's not there. And I thought, okay, right curtain, here we go, psyching myself up, ready to pull this curtain back. Slowly but surely pull the curtain. Ah, yep. And then I spotted it. It was literally, you know, five inches from where my fingers were. So anyway, I had a jar with me ready to go and caught the thing, and sweet job done. But there's nothing worse. I, I I'm not really scared of spiders or anything like that, but white tails, I don't really fancy having one of those things bite me. Give you the heebie-jeebies, eh? Yeah, this is big buggers. I've seen the effects of a fucking white tail bite on my brother's leg once. It wasn't flesh, and they, they jump as well. Oh, someone said to me that they they don't bite, but if you squash them, since they've got a really hard carapace, really hard shell on them, it actually stabs into your leg or wherever, and then that is what carries the that bacteria that eats your brains or whatever it does. <laughs> that might explain why the bastards are so hard to squash. Mm. Have you ever tried squashing a fucking white tail, like on the carpet or something? The thing just gets up and starts running again. Yes. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's occasionally when they're on the ceiling. I hate catching them on the ceiling because they fucking jump. They fall, <laughs> fall on your face. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Wee! Yeah. And you're not landing in your mouth. <laughs> oh. Only once a white tail has landed on me, and they're very fast. And it did land on me, and I was like, fuck, I've lost it. I cannot find this thing. And it's suddenly, luckily, out of the corner of my eye, I saw it crawling up my shoulder, and I was just like, Ugh! <laughs> launch it across the room but yeah the thing that yeah but the white tail spiders i do not have any time for them yeah, at least we don't have um huntsmen in new zealand eh? yeah. <clears throat> my sister was telling me a story she went out to the woodshed over in aussie one time and she was rum i was like out it's like a it's like an old woodshed thing out the back of the house i can still remember it from when we were over there and she said she was in there doing something in this freaking massive huntsman like the size of a bloody dinner plate you know a huge thing come crawling up over the stuff and it actually chased her out of the shed. She said it, it ran after her and she ran out on the lawn and it came out the door of the shed and started running across the lawn towards her. She bolted. <laughs> <it. laughs> yeah, well, that's it. those things will chase you, definitely. Yeah, Scary perks. <laughs> yeah, fuck spiders, eh? Like the day they yeah. grow, the, the, the day they grow wings. <laughs> I guess they almost do. I can imagine a spider with wings. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not terrified of spiders but when you see some, you see some of those big ones eh, and you think you know what kind of damage could that thing inflict there was one i remember when we, we lived in australia years ago in my sister's place there was a few they used to, they call them um orb weavers they're, they're yeah. big fat things they look like a miniature tarantula mm. big fat spider and they and they put their web up at night and then during the day they go and take it down they actually eat it or do something they take it down but at night 
this one used to put one right across my sister's driveway. And we all went and did something. We were having a few beers and we ended up out the front of the letterbox. And my sister went to turn and run back down the driveway and she ran straight into the middle of this nest of this massive orb weaver. Mm. And it and it jumped onto her face, <laughs> ran across her face, and it bit her on the ear as it went past it and then oh, jumped shit. off. <laughs> oh, shit. So she came inside. She had this big red mark on her ear with this big spider had bit her. And we had to go outside and try and figure out which spider it was. <laughs> Yeah, but you think about it. Imagine the fucking stress you got to go through to build your house in the morning and disassemble it at night every fucking day, yeah. and then someone just comes and walks into it. <laughs> I'd be pissed off too. <laughs> fucking hell, yeah. Uh, Bastard things. They can fuck off. I don't care about them. Yep. I get absolutely pissed off. Mind you, the one spider I do like are the jumpy spiders, though. I think they're okay. They're quite fun to play with. <laughs> They're probably the only ones I can tolerate. Yeah. <laughs> Just started to piss down here. Oh, has it? Can you hear it? No. Your microphone is blocking it out, which is great. I have to turn you up. I can hardly hear you now. It's pissing down. I'm very impressed, mate. I can't hear it. I can hear you perfectly. Must be the way the microphone is now, eh? Yeah, well, that's Perfect. it. I think you got it right. Brilliant. Um, it was quite funny, actually, because last week, I think Thursday, I think it was, there was forecast thunderstorms for where I am today. And yep. I'm very impressed by weather forecasters because they said it was going to start at 2 o'clock today, five days ago. Today, we had the most insane thunderstorm at 3 o'clock, which was really? just an hour out of their production five days ago. It was insane. That's pretty good going, eh? Yeah, it's amazing. I, I was fascinated by that. Um, we had the most beautiful day today, 28 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. And 28? 28. It, that's, that's what Bloody I got to. hell. <laughs> and, and it said that in my car, and whatever my car says, I believe. Um, <laughs> but it was just the most beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. It was absolutely stonking muggy hot and about one thirty, two o'clock the clouds started coming in and i thought fuck okay maybe this whole thunderstorm thing could be right but yeah it was an hour late but they predicted it five days ago at two o'clock and it came in at three when it was time to pick up the kids from school by the way <laughs> so yeah it was pretty amazing That's good eh it's pretty good outlook mm. but i'm quite amazed how i can't hear a single drop of rain at your place even though you're saying they must have a crystal ball maybe they're like well that with a crystal ball I can see the future. It's going to rain on Tuesday. Why are these people incapable of winning lotto then? If they won millions of dollars <laughs> in lotto, they're still there predicting the weather. Yep, exactly. Well, yeah, for the benefit of the listeners, we've just had literally an hour's break, which I said to you was going to be like 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> because my daughter is so easy to get to sleep. Um, yep. Uh, so for the benefit of the listeners is that I broadcast from my walk-in wardrobe, so I'm surrounded by clothes and foam tiles, and it's actually just off my bedroom, but my toddler sleeps in our bed at the moment, so I kind of have to vacate this place and shut up so that she can go to sleep. Uh, unfortunately, she developed a temperature of 38.2 degrees just earlier today, so I don't know if the heat, I don't know if the heat helped her or not. Um, but she got a yeah. fever. She had a bit of a sleep. And when she has a sleep quite late in the afternoon, so it was about three thirty, four o'clock when she had a sleep, she actually doesn't go to bed very early. Yeah. So yeah. because of that, the sleep had helped her get out of her fever. And then when Dana, my wife, just tried to put her to bed, 
Uh, nah. <laughs> she just wanted to yarn and have some fun, and she was excited because her sisters had just come home with bags of candy for Halloween. <laughs> so as you can imagine, she was wired as hell because they'd given her some as well. <laughs> yep. So yeah, a toddler Jeez. who's had a sleep and is full of sugar, not very easy to get to sleep. So cheers for no. waiting. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm still a toddler, and if I put a bit of sugar in there, it just makes me worse. Mm-hmm. I get the same effect with beer. Yep. Lie there and stare at the ceiling all night, eh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have another beer. (laughs) Anyway, so thanks for waiting. That's all right. I did lots of things. I did some emailing and farted around in my shed, went outside, pissed in the garden. (laughs) What, on the lemon tree? (laughs) Oh, no. No, the lemon tree's too far away. Oh, is it? It's way up. Yeah, it's like 10 metres up that way. Oh, poor bastard. Would you like to give your kids their own credit card? Well, believe it or not, our our daughter has decided that she wants to start a business. So she's going to start doing cupcakes and taking them to school and selling them to the teachers. That's her idea. So, and she's got a bit of money stowed away and she's saving up to buy her first phone. I mean, how, you know, like when we were kids, it was like, let's buy fireworks or let's buy something cool. Nowadays, it's like, I want to buy my first phone. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. If I gave her a credit card, she'd go broke in about two minutes, I think. I'll tell you why I'm asking this in a second, but just I, I, I didn't expect you to say that. And that's actually just got me thinking is that you'll be surprised if you give her a phone. You'll be surprised in this day and age how many more social pipelines that will plug her into. Yeah. With her friends and peers at school. Because that yeah. happened for my daughter Ashlyn, you know, she was having a bit of a hard time. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And once she got a cell phone, mate, her life changed. Yeah. Dare I say Even it. Even the cool crowd. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, but dare I say it. I mean, she's now part of these groups and she's part of the plans with the girls in her year, you know. And yeah, yeah. When people are planning things, eh, and you're offline, then mm. you don't get a shoe in, really. Yeah. Back in my day, mate, wherever the BMXs were, that's where you put your BMX and jumped in with the crowd. Yeah, um, mate. The Up re- the swimming hole, do some manus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason why I ask about the credit card is something I found out just last week from my tutor at St John actually and it's something called Square One and it's like, I think one. it's like a Google thing what happens yep. is is that if you give the kids chores you can turn them into earning opportunities so you can get the jobs done without the hassle they get paid automatically when jobs are done around the house so it's yeah. literally yep. I'm still learning a bit about it but it's an account that you as the parent have complete control over and yep. you can credit this thing, you know, you can credit your account as the parent with $100, for instance, right? If your kids do the dishes, like fill the dishwasher, for instance, or if they do the vacuuming, or if they clean their rooms, you can flick them a dollar from your credit. And yep. it goes onto an account for them within Square One. And the kids actually get their own MasterCard. Oh, yeah. So it's not a credit card, but it's a card they yep. can actually use on an FPOS machine. So yep. if your kids did heaps of work around the house and you gave them all this money for doing these chores, they can just go and buy what they want to buy with these cards. But the <laughs> cards the cards can only be activated if you allow them to be, so the kids can't nick it out of your wallet or wherever or just go out and buy something randomly. You have to approve it. 
But yep. I just thought that's a fucking great idea. I think it is it's a good idea. I think it's through Google. But also what it what it actually does, it's not about the kids spending the money they're earning. It actually helps them achieve goals. Yeah. So they can almost they can almost set up a goal such as I want a new bike or I want a new phone. There you go for Chloe. And it won't let her use that money until she's hit that target. Yeah, yeah, well, that'd be good. Otherwise, it'd all go on candy and yeah. <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah, so write it down, square one. It's This is not, a, one. This is not a sponsored yeah. message by any way, but I just thought it's such a cool idea, and I managed to it's almost literally sell it to my wife this week, and I think mm. she's interested in looking at it. Um, that sounds like a good idea, eh? Because sometimes you sort of, you know, it's hard to motivate the kids to do a job. I mean, in our house, we kind of say, well, you live under the roof, you want to... Ha- you know you're here so you're part of the team mm. it's you know you knuckle down and you, and you keep your room clean or if we ask you to do dishwasher you do it yeah we do have paid jobs that they can do you know like if they want to go and clean a clean one of the cars you know wash a car or vacuum it out inside there might be a couple of dollars in that for them you know yeah and they they do have a certain number of things but um yeah, all, I think all kids, it's quite good for them to earn pocket money. It gives them a bit of an idea, a bit of a, a little bit of pride and a little bit of, you know, that ability to, I don't know, just to, to realise how money's made, I guess. So yeah. when they get a job and they leave home, they realise it's not just handed out to you. It's, yeah, that's right. They've actually got to do something for it. And they're customisable cards too, so they can put a photo on it or whatever. But it's a MasterCard? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, like it's cool, eh? literally a mastercard. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, it's platinum coloured too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's interesting too. Like I'm just I'm just reading this as I go because I still am researching this myself. But R eighteen merchants like liquor stores and things like that are actually banned. So there's no way the kids could sneak into fucking super liquor and buy a bottle of whiskey, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, they can do friend transfers, um, online international use as well, so that because it's MasterCard, it's usable in other countries. Yeah. It's very clever. But, yeah, it's called Square One. So it's an app. You can actually download the app onto your phone and you can control it that way. But um, I had the first, you know, the first person review from my St. John trainer who said it's just fantastic and teaches the kids amazing yep. things about money and saving and having goals and gets them to do shit around the house to earn that. Yeah, well, like I said, Chloe's looking to buy her first phone when she saves up. She's she's trying to come up with all these schemes at the moment to earn a little bit more money and asking us what jobs she can do to get paid a bit more and stuff because she's, she's keeping tally of her money and she knows there's a certain phone that costs this much that she wants to go and get. So I guess once she does achieve her goal, keeping track of it and then keeping track of her and what she's up mm. to and stuff is going to be the next thing, you know. Joe, you know there's something about your daughter Chloe that says to me that she's going to be very successful in her life. I think she's going to be, um, she's very switched on. Mate, she can read a book like a novel, like a proper full-on, like Harry Potter, say. like Harry, She's reading all the Harry Potter books at the moment. She can read an entire Harry Potter book in two days. Boom, okay, done. That's impressive. I, I, I can't even read them that fast. I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm not the best reader in the world. I'm a good reader, and I can read fairly quick, but... She just blows me away. She can. She just like skim reads. She's like a mum. Beer and being a teacher's learned to read really fast. Yeah, yeah. It just blows me away how quick she can read. I can see. I can see her being very successful in life. Eh? You know how you can just. You know how you can. Hopefully, then she can pay for my retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that why we have kids? 
Yeah, we, we hope. We, we hope they become a famous person that makes millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a uh, dad joke off, mate? Now, if you recall in the last episode, we were talking about the fact that this dad joke off was going to be crass. Yep, I remember. We've and, warned our listeners. And we were going to do 10 each. That's right. Are you... So if there's anyone listening that has little girly ears or anything like that, then uh, <laughs> look away now. Turn your ears away. jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes. Because they're crass. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I'll, who's going first? I think I'll go first this time because I think last time you did. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. I can't wait. This is not going on air in the UK. Uh, as, no. we, as we were talking about uh, my mate Jared, who owns podcast radio over there. It's not going to go on air, so this bit's going to be cut. Um, anyway, first joke. <clears throat> Chicken eggs have perfected the art of getting laid without the need of a cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? Don't know. A hooker can wash her crack and resell it. <laughs> My dad gives terrible advice. Before I left for university, he reminded me that the difference between a lobster with tits and a downtown bus stop is that one is a busty crustacean, the other is a crusty bus station. Oh, what do the mafia and pussies have in common? <laughs> one slip of the tongue and you're in deep shit. <laughs> So this is a conversation between a husband and a wife. And the husband said, The doctor said I can touch myself whenever I want. And the wife said, No. He said you could have a stroke at any time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? I don't know. <laughs> you can unscrew the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh. Two families are out camping, and the dads, Jim and Stephen, go for a hike. And while they're hiking, Jim goes for a slash in the bushes. And while he's having a piss, a snake emerges from the bushes and bites his dick. Now, Jim screams, and he runs back towards Stephen with his dick in his hand, and he says, Jim, a snake just bit my dick. So Stephen immediately pulls out his cell phone and calls his sister Pamela, who's a doctor. And Stephen says, Pamela, Jim just got bitten by a snake. What should I do? And Pamela says, well, you need to suck the poison out right now. So Stephen nods and he ends the call. And Jim says, well, what did she say? Jim looks at Stephen and says, she said there's nothing we can do. Good knowing you, Jim. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. What does a vampire do? With boiling water in a used tampon. Doesn't make a cup of tea, does he? <laughs> Makes a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> the worst thing to feel during a prostate exam is two hands on your shoulders. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> a family walks into a hotel and the father goes up to the front desks and he says... I hope the porn is disabled. The guy at the front desk replies, 
It's just regular porn, you sick fuck. <laughs> I just spat my beer all over the computer. <laughs> so what's the difference between a party with no dress code and a pirate-themed swingers party? To the one, you come as you are. To the other, you are as you come. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> what did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? <laughs> Made choking noises. <laughs> We've got a few to go yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've still got four, I think. It's a boy! The man exclaimed, tears rolling down his face. It was at that moment he decided not to visit Thailand again. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it PMS? I don't know. Because mad cow disease was already taken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. What's the difference between a Clint Eastwood line and too much anal? One will make your day, (laughs) the other will make your whole week. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing for you before you even finished. (laughs) Oh, no. What's the difference between hungry and horny? I don't know. Will you stick the cucumber? (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a field of cows that are all masturbating? Beef stroking off. (laughs) 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 My last last one is going to be fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) What what do a nearsighted gynecologist and a puppy have in common? Don't know. A wet nose. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, are you ready for this? This is my favourite one of the lot. That's why I left it till last. (sighs) What do you call a rabbit with a bent dick? (laughs) Fuck's funny. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, dick? (laughs) What's up, Dick? What's up, Dick? (laughs) What's the difference between your wife and your job? I don't know. After five years, your job will still suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's if it sucked to start with. That's right. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Right, you've been warned. People were warned. <laughs> yeah, that was so yeah. good. That had to be done. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> had oh, to be done. Shit. Our, our jokes were getting a little bit too placid. Yeah, they were actually. They, and I've, <laughs> I've noticed that we've started swearing less as well. We're getting very polite. We were. <laughs> Tradio, the polite podcast. <laughs> Instead of yep. Tradio, the best mates podcast. Yeah, you fucking good c- for listening. Hey, it's not the best mates podcast anymore, remember? No, it's not. It's uh, taking life on seriously. That's right. I actually uh, told a couple of mates the other day about it, and I said it's now, we've now changed it. It's now taking life on seriously. Yeah. It's quite, and it they is. were like, actually, that's quite cool. Yeah, it kind of like is. That. Because, you know, the best mates podcast didn't really sell it. It's like, best mates podcast? So, um, yeah, yeah. but then 
because it doesn't have a topic, right? It doesn't have a specific subject yeah. like a lot of podcasts do. And when people say, oh, what's it all about? And I explain to them that it's you and I. So like all. <laughs> yeah. It's about everything but nothing in particular. That's the line I give. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, we don't really know what each of us are going to talk about until we get on air. And I think it works out. It's a good chance for us to catch up. And that's pretty much what the whole concept of it is, is that we moved a, a thousand k's apart. Well, I moved a thousand k's away and it was a friendship <laughs> worth keeping alive. So we started catching up every couple of weeks. And then I thought, well, fuck it. We're having a lot of fun here. Let's start recording it. And hopefully someone can relate to the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, mate. It's a good laugh. Yeah. Good laugh. Great laugh. Yeah, so we do really not a lot about promoting it. If people ask about it, we'll talk about it. Um, we'll post it on Facebook every now and again. And it just seems to have slowly but surely taken off organically around the world. And how people fall upon it in fucking Russia, I have no idea. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Pretty random. Yeah, it's like we've got listeners all in Italy. We've got listeners all over the USA. And the USA is in the top three countries that listen to this podcast. And they're so close to New Zealanders top. And I can only assume that New Zealanders because there's a lot of our friends listening to it. But then Australia and America, they keep switching between second and third place. And like, <laughs> that's weird because I don't really know. I know a few people in America, but I don't know many. But really, I'm not going to complain. I reckon, I reckon they've found it and it just gives them like a good laugh on a Friday night and they listen they go, listen to these these New Zealanders. They go, North Holland, Foss on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, these guys, man, they, they talk about complete bullshit, but goddamn, they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, even <laughs> I've got to do a shout out to... Um, my one of my officers at the fire station actually ian milky well milky is what we call him because he used to be the local milkman but he listens to our podcast and he actually binge listens every now and again so he gets through quite a few episodes because he he deals yep. he's, he's in the um agricultural food industry so he provides the grain and the food for livestock and all that kind of thing yeah and he does quite well out of that business but him he is self-employed, so he does all his own deliveries around the Canterbury region. And he just binge listens to, to Tradio. And cool. he said to me, he said to me a, lot, a while ago now, is that he loves the podcast. He's like, it is absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, that's, yep. that's okay. He said, it is. It's just absolute bullshit. But I love it, is what he said, because it's just, it's about anything. Yeah. You, you don't know, know what, what you're going to hear. Eh? Yeah. It's like a box of chocolates. You <laughs> never like know what you're going to get. It's a box of chocolates. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's fine by me. I mean, we knew that we were going into this without a subject. We knew that it didn't have a topic. It was just us just talking about whatever and shit, man. We can go on some tangents and, like, if people don't <laughs> like it, switch the yeah. fuck off and find yourself another podcast. Yep. I mean, we, will get a, we will eventually get some more guests on. I've just been slack. I've had that much shit go wrong lately. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll get some free time one of these days, and I'll organise some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we had a few guests at the start. We try and get guests on when we can. I... We should get our wives on one day. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's not a stupid suggestion. Yeah. But we'd have to figure it out so that they can join us. Or even if it's just a 10-minute segment, because obviously when you and I are in here doing the podcast... You know, the kids are either running around and the kid and the wives are looking after the kiddies so we can do this, and I thank them for that. But obviously, when the when we need the wives in here with us, 
the kids are going to need attention or whatever. Yep. So we'll maybe it's, it maybe it's got to be a ten minute segment, you know, like. You know, our our version of Kids Say the Darndest Things, small talk, which we need to get the kids to do maybe for the next episode. Uh, we should get wives say the darndest things. Maybe we should just let those <laughs> two talk on their own for 10 minutes. Yeah. That'd be nasty. <laughs> Fuck, they might say some shit we don't want them to say. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave you with this we thought, mate. Always a good catch-up. Uh, yep. I found this today. It's on my Facebook page. I know you don't use Facebook anymore, so you don't give a shit. But I posted it on my own, <laughs> I posted it on my own Facebook page. It's a meme, and it's a picture of Will Smith giving this really vacant sort of fucking hell look. And the quote below it says, "Me realizing that kids talking about the '90s today is the same as kids in the '90s talking about the '60s." Ouch! Am I that old? Yeah, and that got me. That got me thinking. I've talked to my kids about the nineties. Yeah, man, the nineties are great. Holy, it's like listening shit. to your mum and dad talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And now we're in that position. We're the old fuckers now. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was getting young, but maybe not. All right, mate. I will leave you with that thought. You can go to bed and have sweet dreams about being old, eating soft foods with no teeth later on in life. <laughs> Anyway, better go. I can hear my toddler's just woken up, so that's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, mate. Catch you later. Ta-ta. See ya.